Happy Sunday, sinners, and welcome to All Aboard for Hell. Today, it's a special treat because all three of the crew are back in the saddle. Me, Anne, and Romina. And today we're talking about uh, 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 some little musical performer y'all might have heard of. uh, Tyler Swift. Oh, no, wait, the other one. Taylor Swift. And if she could speak, she would, dare I say, speak now. That was terrible. (laughs) As like soon as pun? I said it, I regret yeah, it. Yeah, very that's punny. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Um, so for background, y'all had me do some homework, and the homework was only, um, well, just just listening to the album. The album is three fucking hours long. That's not a small ask. That's I, like I f- just. I feel like we messed up because we t- we should have told you to listen to both versions of the album. Oh. No, we're not giving the old version any hits. I know, but I don't think he realized it was a re-recording. <laughs> I know some of the wait. Hold on, what? Yeah, so this the whole is her. thing's just a redo. Yeah. Oh man, there, there's like a million uh, teenage girls armed with friendship bracelets who are not listening to this because they they don't give a shit what we think. But if they did, they would they'd be bristling. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. They would be doxing you right now. That's okay. That's okay. Actually, it wasn't three hours. It was just really fucking long. But you know what? It, it's okay. Um, I will say that like it, her music has never been for me. I am not the target audience. I am a thirty-seven-year-old man, and I was I was born a thirty-seven-year-old man. Right? I have always had an old soul, and I'm just like, this is just too happy. I I can't listen to this. Well, not all of it was, but majority of her songs are breakup songs. I mean, I guess, okay, but I'm just listening, and I I just realized this is so not for me. And that's okay. Not everything has to be for everyone. So I will do the rare honor of just letting y'all go at it, because I know how much you two adore her and her performances. Meanwhile, I'm only looking up when she's being a slut on that little chair. So, you know, take it away, girls. Yeah. Well, so were we. <laughs> yeah, we were. We were all happy about that too. So, so Romina, what are your overall thoughts of the re-recording versus the original? I, I don't know. So, I think she shouldn't have done it, obviously. But I get why she thinks she has to. Um, like, oh, it's not. It's not right to say someone's, you know, a girl's great in a mattress. Oh, but... we're talking about that song right away. Oh, wait, that one. Oh, that's what I thought you meant. No, no, no I just I thought overall. Re- I love the re-recording. Okay. I love them. I, it just like, because she gets to go back in time and sing her heart out, like, as she was when she was, what, 20 when she recorded it as a 32-year-old woman. So it's, re- I, I love it. I love it. I love that it's like a different tune. I just, I don't know. I just love the re-recording. Like, Red is now my favorite, and I can't wait for 1989 to be my favorite again. There you go. So a little background for Paul and anyone else who is not a Taylor fan. For her song Better Than Revenge, she had an amazing line in the OG where she insinuates that the bitch who stole her boyfriend is better known for the things that she does on the mattress. But 
on the re-recording, she took that line out and replaced it with some bullshit about being a moth to to the flame and she was holding the matches. And I'm a little bit upset about that. The first time I heard it, I was on the treadmill and I almost fucking fell off because I was ready to yell out the mattress lyric and it didn't come. Now, I'm a feminist, of of course, but that line, oh, God. That's right. That bitch is just known for the fucking mattress. Yeah. Which bitch and which mattress now? I don't know. Some actress that stole Joe Jonas from her. Oh. Phone number and location ASAP. Mm hmm. Yep. But, you know, I, I feel like there are other lyrics out there that are worse than that. And I don't think she needed to change it. I understand why she changed it because she went through a lot of slut shaming, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. But it was a classic line. It was so savage. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. But to me, it's like, I get it, but like, wow, you didn't have to. And then I was really like appreciative of all the backlash. Like people were like, what the, what the, like why'd you do it why'd you change it and people who some people like like i saw saw like petitions on twitter or something i don't know i i was like damn people gotta take you guys gotta get a life because like if you're writing petitions to request her to change (laughs) a lyric on a song you know i know they're they're like give us the misogynistic version please and thank you yes please please we we uh we're fine we'll take a break from being you know feminists and fucking the patriarchy but like could you just like throw a spoon here <laughs> yeah come on like yeah, that was savage taylor yeah yeah it's oh. it's like she's erasing her history because back then she was so savage and then she fixed it i'm like no 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 it's it's like the other song um picture to burn when everyone got upset because her lyric was i'll tell them that you're gay and then she replaced it with something else something i don't know but something else and that's, they're saying, bring back the homophobic version, too. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. that. That's what they were calling it. Like, that came out at the same time the, the mattress lyric happened. They started talking about Picture to Burn again, saying, yeah, man, bring back the homophobic version of Picture to Burn and bring back the misogynistic version of Better Than Revenge. That's a little bit too far, but, you know. I didn't know that about Picture to Burn. I have to go back. Yeah, it, you can't find it anymore because the... Original recording, she replaced it. So if you listen to her original album, it's not there anymore. So you'd have to find a YouTube video of her doing a live performance before she changed it. There's also this thing called record stores. I'm just saying. No, they replaced it in the OG. So whatever's being sold right now doesn't Uh have it. Unless you bought the album when it first came out and you have it saying that, you you can't get it anymore. Really? Yeah, which I did not because I was in the world of LimeWire illegally downloading music during that time. I think we all were. Yeah. I mean, I paid for music until, like, we became adults. I have nightmares about LimeWire, all right? I can tell you horror stories about LimeWire. The shit that I have seen in my life. In all, because someone didn't want to buy a fucking CD. Although CDs used to be expensive, y'all. I mean, like, seriously. So n- now we have people reacquiring actual albums. And I get the point. I get the point. 
especially with everything being ephemeral and in the cloud, you know, uh, what is it? HBO Max just dropped shit left, right, and center, and now it's like, what, now I can't watch this movie all the time? So right. people are gravitating back toward physical media because it's just dependable. That's just a fact. So somewhere know. out there, there is, I'm going to find an original fucking pressing of whatever <laughs> album had that speak it's now, the debut right? album um the taylor swift it's just called taylor swift okay well i'll find that and yes. and i will i will send it to one of you yes. you have to fight about it though like it's a fight to the death ramina you're going down let's be you honest you're what? fucked i think Man, i may have illegally true. downloaded that version i just can't play it on my apple music because i have apple music now it, it, it'll tell me i can't play that version so I might actually have a digital version somewhere. I have to look at my computer. Then I'm not going to waste the money because I actually just thought about it. Like an original pressing is probably a lot. Yeah. Let me look through my computer and see if I can find that. I just have to remember how to access um, my downloaded files. All right. Well, anyway, I just wanted to interject about it. Y'all said LimeWire, and I, I was like, oh, I can feel the PTSD coming back. Not to belittle anyone who actually has PTSD, but that thing that thing made my that, that life very rough. interesting. Yep. Woof. <laughs> well, so, Anne, I wanted to get your take, because, like, we, when it came out, we kind of, we did talk, obviously, but we didn't mm -hmm. fully talk about the Bolted songs. Because, like, Speak Now for the album, you know, but I was wanted your take on what your favorite because we talked about the music video, obviously. But oh, we're talking about the Volt theme. songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, what was your favorite Volt song? Uh, well, let's let's rewind a little bit, just for okay. Paul's sake and for anyone who's not a Taylor fan. Um, when she releases re-recordings, she also releases songs from the Vault that didn't make the original cut, so we get to hear those songs. Um, so that's what Romina is referencing with what's my favorite The Vault song. For me, it's, it's Castle's Crumbling for sure. I know you like I Can See You. I like that too. But Castle's Crumbling really showed me what she was feeling after the whole Kanye West thing. And she felt like everyone hated her. Right. Right? That, I, um, yeah. <clears throat> I, it's, it's, I Can See You and then Castle's Crumbling for me. And timeless is kind of sweet. I mean, talking about it doesn't matter what time we're in. I will find you and we'll find our way to each other. It's just a, such a sweet love song. It is. But like, <laughs> give me like, give me an upbeat tune. It's Speak Now. Speak Now is upbeat and revengeful. Um, yeah, I, I thought the music video for I Can See You was dumb. And I can say that Taylor tried too hard with that video with all those little Easter eggs. That yeah, um, none of them came true. So, like, don't piss I me off. I <laughs> understand what she was doing with the music video for "I Can See You." She was trying to represent what it's felt like for her to get her recordings back and to own them. But if you think about what "I Can See You" is about thematically, it didn't fit the song because that's like a horny song. Yes, "I Can See You" with like your jacket off or something. She says, "I don't know." I'm. But it was I nice to see up. Taylor Lautner and um, the little girl from the Mean video come back, and they were trying to get her out of the prison. Yes. Yeah, that that, and then when she premiered it, and they came on stage, and he did his like uh, his backflips. I was like, oh man, every like two thousand 
10 girls freaking out right now. <laughs> oh my God. Twilight, Taylor Lautner. By the she, way, his wife, Taylor, the other Taylor, she, she lucked up. <laughs> she was a she, Twilight fan and a Taylor Swift fan, and she got to marry Jacob and then meet Taylor Swift. And ultimately become like semi best friends with Taylor Swift because of her husband, Taylor. Yeah. And then she got to do that infamous meme picture with Taylor. Like, like the Spider-Man memes where the three yes. Taylors pointing at each other. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Paul's just like, she what the fuck game. are they talking about? I genuinely do not know. I'm listening and looking this stuff up in the background, but I'm just like, who the fuck? How do you spell Lautner? What the fuck? Who is this? The guy from, the guy from, the guy from uh, Twilight. I never watched Twilight. The, the wolf That's guy. The hot That's guy. Oh, okay, fine. Shark boy and lava girl. Oh, him. Yeah. Okay. Why do I know that? What's wrong with me? Why did I think anyway, you would know that? <laughs> Shark Boy and Lava Girl is fucking awesome. Are you kidding me? Did you watch the um, part two? I did not. I did not know there was a part two because yeah, where they have I, children I, I, now. Oh, that's sweet. It's actually. so cute. It's what's it called? We Are Heroes or something on Netflix. Anyway, well, we're, yeah, <laughs> look that up. Okay. But since we're talking about Mr. Lautner, why don't we go back to December? Oh, that song's beautiful. You know what? Uh, it's still perfection. It's still fantastic. And you can kind of tell she's had a lot of time to really reflect on it. Because she's a little bit softer than this version. Yeah, I, I think she just maybe like, with that re-recording, she didn't have all that anger and like... I don't know how to describe it, but she didn't have all those feelings. So mm -hmm. she had to channel some of them, but then she was reflective on some of them. So definitely. I mean, over yeah. I, I would say overall, she has a more mature sounding voice now. Her voice definitely mm -hmm. changed. You don't have the baby Taylor voice. Um, but it's much better. But then you lose the, the baby Taylor and the, the country twang for some of the songs, which I know you're not really a fan of, but... When you have a song like Mean and you don't have the country twang like it used to have with the banjo, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah, I agree. Because like if you listen to the original and she's doing that like fake country music, uh, fake like Southern accent because she's from Reading, Pennsylvania. Let's not forget that. Oh, I didn't know <laughs> that. Uh, wait, no, I think you all mentioned that before, but I filed it under I'm never going to use this information again. Yeah, the Philadelphia show is her hometown show. Just saying. Yeah. That's the one where she yelled at someone. So yes, you know what? Absolutely go. perfect. Really, yeah. it made it made so much sense when it was a Philadelphia show. Just like when they were like, "Oh, Taylor Swift yelled at a security guard," and I just went, oh, "Of course, it had to be fucking Philly. Philly here. can't do anything good. God. Bad things happen in Philadelphia." I <laughs> like love it. That, yep, like that robot who died. Hitchbot. Oh, poor Hitchbot. You know what? It's funny because actually. Hitchbot, his progress from the west coast of Canada to the east coast, you could see people were like giving him a little ride. They were thinking, oh, this is cute and funny. Let's show him what we can do. He made it all the way across the country. And then in North America, he found his way from New York down to Philly and he died in a gutter at K&A. And that's it. That's all it was. It was like the shortest little line. And it was so fucking comically disproportionate. Yes. <laughs> I guess if we have listeners who who aren't from Philly, 
K&A is Kensington oh, yeah. in Allegheny, which is famous for, well, if you want a prostitute or some blow, you go to that corner. You can get blow while do, you can get blown while doing blow. Yes. Exactly. Yep. It's where all the junkies are and all the hookers are. So I'm sure Mr. Hitchbot was trying to get hookers and blow and he couldn't pay the dealer. So it's his own fucking fault. No, they put an iPhone in his head and that was when iPhones were still relatively new. So people were like, I'm getting that. Jeez. Oh. Oh, um, Welcome to Philly, <laughs> bitch. Okay, so let's get back to Tay-Tay. Uh, Rest in peace, Hitchbot. Anyway, more on Taylor. I, I want to say I'm a little bit disappointed that we didn't get another scathing song about John Mayer. Or even a 10-minute version of Dear John. I, I, think, I'm I think it's a good thing she didn't try to recreate a 10-minute version of it. To, it's like, all too well is all too well. You know, like nothing, nothing can, she cannot recreate all too well's magic of it being that like 10 minute song of just this guy who royally broke her heart. So dear John would have been, I think like we, people would have been like, oh, she's just trying to copy all too well's 10 minute version with dear John 10 minute version. And she said, she said she didn't have a 10 minute version of it. She had like. All Too Well was the one that she did the 10 minutes of. And then she and then took it down, it down yeah. because they told her to. So there wasn't, she would have to recreate something. So I think it, it's better that she left it that way. It's she more, probably doesn't think about him anymore either. No, no. And it's the All Too Well was just, he even said in, in, in an interview, they wanted it because I had mentioned it once. So I was like, all right, here you go. Like, all right. <laughs> Nothing off my skin. Like, here you go. Here's a 10-minute version. So I'm happy she didn't do anything like that. I know a lot of people were surprised, but I was like, all right, good. You didn't pander. <laughs> yeah, and I guess with his initial, John Mayer's initial reaction to Dear John, and he wrote her a very scathing email about her writing Dear John about him. Yeah, so it's she was probably like, guys, we already it's not worth it. attacked one ex-boyfriend. And, and Jake Gyllenhaal was... He deserved it. So, oh, well, Jake Gyllenhaal deserved it, but he ran with it. He posted a picture of him wearing a red scarf afterwards. Yeah, because he was even probably he knew like, oh, this is just she's pandering, not pandering, but she had the song and she just wanted to release it. Yeah, that ten minute version though. Let me tell you what, that'll <sighs> get me every time. Doesn't matter what t day or time it is, I will listen to it and I will cry and I will scream my heart out. You know, I will say for Dear John, the re-recording, she doesn't sound as vulnerable anymore, and that's probably because she doesn't give a fuck about him anymore, but I really like the original where you could hear the vulnerability in her voice, but I was still fuck with Dear John, because that, that so I you, haven't... You, you like your young women vulnerable and afraid. Understood. Okay, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm making that... <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, for me, Dear John is very personal to me, because I had an ex named John who did the mm. same thing to me. So Ooh. I had similar experiences, an older guy when I was younger. And by younger, I mean, I was like 14 and he was like in college in his twenties. So yo, what? <laughs> yes. 
So that was my song for him when he broke my heart. Which, by the mm. way, would you like to know how he broke up with me? Uh, yes. I, I feel like this is, this is actually accusing someone of crime. Of course I'm going to fucking know. Through my sister. My what? sister told me, because he ghosted me. And oh. my sister was like, he's moved on. He has another girl. Wow. And I was sitting there waiting for him to text and to call. So not that only is was fantastically John, shitty. Yeah. Not only was he dear John, he was also all too well. Yep. And the best part is he's family now because my sister married his brother. Oh, we knew this story. Anyway, just <laughs> just putting you on blast out there. So that's why Dear John is very personal to me. I love the song, and I really relate to it. I have so many things I wish to say, but none of them are appropriate. And for the sake of 14-year-old Anne, I'm just going to withhold. I will say this. Gentlemen, all both of you who might be listening, if you're going to do something really lascivious, like groom a teenager, at least have the decency to break up with her face-to-face -face and tell her that you're dying of cancer, and that's why you have to end it. You know, that way... <laughs> You have to obliterate your social media profile. This is what someone did, and I can't. I saw an article on this, but anyway, that's that's an entirely different topic. And uh, if there is even the slightest chance that anyone listening to this actually gave that serious credence, please don't 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 groom teenagers. That that's the only that's the most meaningful thing I can tell you on this episode. Don't groom teenagers. Don't do that. Nope. Don't do that. Don't be like John. All, all the Johns. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, continue. Oh, yeah. Um, so how do you feel about never grow up now that you're a mom? Because that hit me very differently. Huh? I don't listen to it. I don't want to cry. Yeah. I, when I first heard it, we were the children wanting to grow up, right? But now we're seeing it from the other version. And I'm looking at my little girls like, oh, my God, they're going to grow up. Don't ever grow up. And I, I feel like I'm going to cry because I'm the now mom I now. I just, I, they played it at the muffins with mom that we did for school. And I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. Guys, this is not fun. <laughs> but I, I skipped it because I'm like, I don't want to, I, I don't want to cry. I get, I cry enough. I don't want to cry. Um, I, I completely forgot about that song until it played. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm over here crying while running on the treadmill because I'm the mom now. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I won't. I'm like, I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the mood to sad cry. I don't mind like that's because that's real sad cry. I don't mind like, oh, you know, all too well cry. But oof, my kid growing up, don't. Oh, nope. Nope. Um, and as we talk about this, just know, folks, we have an episode slated later on in the year called Fuck Them Kids. We do love our kids. This is the evidence we love them. Just, just so you know. I love her so much that I don't want to listen to a Taylor Swift song because it'll make me cry thinking about her. But I also love her so much that I want her to leave me alone 80% of the time. <laughs> Amen. It's a complicated relationship with kids. You know, um, I have no kids that I know about. Um, I, I hope the guy stays that way. I like to think I was cautious, but you know, there's, there's some nights that I can't quite remember. And I, ugh. anyway, um, so 23andMe, we would love to get a sponsorship so that we could test Paul and see if he has any surprise kids hanging out somewhere. 
Well, the 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 oldest they could possibly be. Wait, hold on, hold on, wait. What? Let me do the math here. You could potentially have like an eighteen-year-old. Jesus Christ! Could he? Do you think he was really having sex at that age? I mean, oh yes, he was. <laughs> oh, you better fucking believe it. But also, yes, that's terrifying. Oh my God, I'm actually old. Yeah, you are old. You fi you're finally getting as old as you look. <laughs> I'm sorry. When I first met this motherfucker, I thought he was a 50-year-old man with the white hair. Yo, I'm first and foremost, I don't blame you. Second, it works for me. I know. And then you told me we're the same fucking age. I'm like, um, are you what? What's going on? Yeah, I actually, no, it, it's kind of funny. It, like, this started when I was, like, 19, gray at the temples. I had the whole Doctor Strange thing going on. And uh, then it just kind of eventually turned shock white. And I'm just, I, I love to give excuses. It's like, well, I played with electricity a lot when I was a kid, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I got the Doc Brown energy like a motherfucker. But I've, <laughs> uh, I'm grateful because it also means that I am going to look ageless. I'll, be, I'll have that Steve Martin thing where I just look the same age forever. And I am so good with that. Anyway, Taylor. I'm just going to get my note. ends up on Paul talking about how great he is. I know. And he gets to reel it back in. Just what can a I little. Say? What can I say? You're welcome. It's easy to praise me. <laughs> I guess you didn't get the Moana reference. You're welcome. Uh, oh, he's in watch what that can I say except <laughs> you're welcome? I like Tomatoa more, honestly. I think his song was the best. It felt Dude, like it, it was, was he was channeling David Bowie at his most glam rock best. Oh, why? Because he's so shiny. Oh, I love it. Uh, anywho. No, we we saw the pun, but that one that one that one does not deserve praise. That that was no, do better. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, I will say when I was when I first played the album and mine came on and I heard the chorus, I just knew it was going to be fantastic. I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm in for an hour and some change ride." Yeah, I wasn't really a big Speak Now girl, so for me to re to listen to it was sort of like listening for the first time. So I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot that like, these songs were I forgot." So. It was an experience, but my Speak Now re-listening era lasted, was very short, and now I'm back into my hit shuffle, but I only listen to the new versions. So, Speaking I've, yeah. The first four albums will always have a special place in my heart, including this one, because it's number three, um, because it was still Taylor before she went full-on pop, and yeah. then eventually, like... R&B hip hop for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um I I was very upset that we only got one song for the tour and now I'm even more upset after this re-release that they get a second song on the tour, which is why we need to go again in next year whenever if we can get tickets. Long live. And that is still a fucking banger and I'm very upset that People after our show get to enjoy Long Live with the Koi Fish guitar, and we don't. We didn't get to get it. I, dude, I agree. It's such a good bit. It's such a banger. Oh my god, such a good song. Such a good song. And it's, I, I heard like 
why she wasn't performing that many uh, songs off Speak Now because she still has to, because they're not hers, like for um, Reputation 1989 and like Taylor Swift and well, Speak Now before she re-released it, but she had to like pay. Um, Dickhead. Oh my God, I'm blanking. Yeah, yeah, she had to pay because they weren't her songs. So that was why she wasn't performing and that's why she brought it on the set list after it became hers because she didn't want to pay to have to perform it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I got really into the loop on Taylor Swift at some point. <laughs> like on deep, deep Taylor Swift on Twitter. I was like, oh, I got I to gotta get out. <laughs> oh, I but guess yeah, we should have we should have given fans, uh, uh, the people listening, a little background on why she re-recorded, right? Some dickhead sure. named Scooter Braun bought her masters after she had tried for years to buy her own masters and her record label said no and sold it to this motherfucker named Scooter Braun um kelly clarkson had suggested why don't you just re-record it all and i would buy every single one so she did and now she owns it it was like and then apparently he got into it with kelly um because he was like what the fuck did you do like because that every time she re-releases something no one listens to the old stuff and radio stations stop playing the old stuff they play the new version of it so then that decreases his value and makes it less valuable and it's like we were watching Secret Life of Pets and it opens up with Welcome to New York. So he's still going to get royalties on that. But she won't. But she will get it on. She'll get like more royalties because everyone will listen to her version now. Right. So just a little so people can see the numbers. I believe he paid $300 million for it. And with her re-recording it, it's eventually going to go down to being worth $0. Because all radio stations are replacing the old songs with Taylor's versions. So he doesn't even get radio play anymore. Yes. Good. Yeah, that's a little history on why we're getting a re-recording and why we are here today reviewing a re-recording. I'm just How many times say can I say re-recording? If, if Scooter is the name you choose, you're a villain. You, you can't, you, you're either the guy delivering Grubhub or you're a monster. And that's, that's what he chose. I mean, he's got beef with a bunch of art, other artists out there, from what I under- understand. So, I, I don't know, and I don't particularly give a fuck. I have actual problems. No, you don't. I have fewer than I used to, as a matter of fact. Exactly. You've got a PS5 now. You don't have problems. You just go and kill people I might, in there. No, uh, well, it's not just as simple as just go kill these people. I mean, for God's sake. Um... No, it's um, it, it is a fantastic console. It is. I'm not talking about Taylor Swift at all this episode. Like I can't. I have nothing to say. Like the music's good, but it's just not for me. I, it doesn't hit me as hard as it hits y'all. I don't know. It's because anyway. you don't have any men breaking your heart. Uh, true, true. You I didn't have think, like, a 32 year old ha- man trying to groom you when you were 19. You're waiting for me to say something funny, but there's nothing funny about that. People, we don't laugh at that. I'm going that to hell. That asymmetry. That's okay. I'm going to hell. It's okay. We're, we oh, all God. know that. We all know that. I'll see you in hell, guys. It's I'm just there. <laughs> uh, so, so what's your favorite song on this re-recording? I don't know. You said you didn't listen to the OG, so you don't have a favorite song from the OG then, I guess? Well, so, it would be haunted. 
Yes. Oh, me or Paul? Either. Either one. I was going to say, like, I, I don't really have a favorite. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, this plainly means so much to y'all, but this is just not for me. So, Romina, take it away. Haunted. Absolutely. Just, that is my favorite, too. Just, she's so, like, oh, man, just the way she does it. So, I, I don't know how to describe it. Don't know how to describe it. The strings, the percussion, the overall production. Yes. And it didn't feel like a Taylor song. It felt like it was maybe a Paramore or an Evanescence song. It was a rock song. It wasn't it wasn't a fucking country or pop country song. That was a fucking Paramore song or something. Right. Or Evanescence. It was this very This does rocky. remind me that people have been obsessing over, um, what's the girl from Paramore? Haley Williams. Yeah. They've been comparing these two. And I'm just like, uh, of the performers, like, I, I didn't really listen to Paramore much either growing up. But I, I understood that music a little better. It's not, it was much more aggressive sounding, or at least that's my memory of it. So maybe that's why I prefer it. They're besties, by the way. Are they really? Yeah, and mm -hmm. Haley Williams is actually on this album, Castle is Crumbling. Girl power, you yep. go. I'm just saying, they're friends, they're besties. Since you, you, don't, you didn't listen to the OG, the OG one for me had to be Enchanted. Which, oh. by the way, did you know who that song is about? Yes, the guy from Owl City. I just found I, that out recently. I couldn't believe it. Like, she really wrote this most beautiful song about that dude? For real. And then did you hear he wrote, he's, he did his own version after she released it? Where she, he was like, I've always been in love with you, Taylor. <laughs> I, I, um, I just want to interject. The only thing I know from Owl City is that dumbass, god-awful, milquetoast bullshit Firefly song. And uh, I, I, I fucking, it's so awful. Like, Mid, late 2010s music was bad enough but then you have that uh, that fucking insipid feel good bullshit and all I want is to slap him commit actual violence I don't even know his fucking name right he'll be out somewhere in Los Angeles I'll be there one day hey you're that Owl City motherfucker oh yeah that's m bam that's it there's two hits me hitting him and him hitting the ground that's it. I mean, look, he's already had to endure the fact that he is a one-hit wonder. I mean, if that hit got you millions, I, I like he wouldn't even give a shit. He'd probably get up and say, like, and I'm still gonna die rich. And I'd I'd probably probably cry myself to sleep. Well, he probably doesn't own the masters. <laughs> do you think he gives a shit though? <laughs> now, do you know how little people make now in the music industry because of this? It, with the whole streaming world, they don't get paid a lot anymore. Uh, I'm, I'm loosely aware of that fact. Um, I know that it's, it's not like it was on radio play, which mm -hmm. by the way, you know, radio was going down the shitter in the late 2010s. Uh, like it's, oh, that's it's what been there for he a ain't while. Rich. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He ain't uh, rich. I don't listen to the radio anymore. I stream my music now. And from what I understand, they get four point zero four cents for every thousand plays. Yeah, but they still make all their money off the concerts. Like, that's where you make some fucking cash. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's if people actually show up. Do you think anyone showed up to his concert? 
I think it was one person who got really too attached and has an unhealthy relationship uh, in their head with the singer. Like, that's the only kind of people I think that uh, I'd like to make myself believe. Sorry, I had to get one pun in. Fucking hell. You had to put the lyric in. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, I I just I, I, th this poppy music is just not for fucking me, I guess. I don't know. I like I like my music loud and angry or heartbreaking. So, so her songs aren't heartbreaking. Not my heart. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's don't fair. make me bring Concrete Angel into this discussion. Don't make me do it, because I'll hurt my own fucking feelings. All right, that's fine. That's fine. We'll just do an episode of System of a Down for you. Oh fuck yes! I could fuck with that. Yo, that Rage Against the Machine. I have like a playlist that's nothing but angry shit. It, they're on there as well as Mudvayne. Who the fuck else is on here? Breaking Benjamin. They're good. They're good. I okay. Not, I'm getting distracted from myself. That fucking yeah. That, that, that that's how articulate I feel this morning. Yeah. I will say when I listened to Enchanted, I was a little bit disappointed with the um, part where you hear the what is it? Please don't be in love with someone else part because I'm so used to watching the tour videos where everyone is screaming that part that I forgot in the recording. You don't get that in your ears like that. It's just a very subdued in the background. And I was like, why aren't they screaming this? And yeah, my perception of that song has changed after seeing it live. <laughs> I'm like, why aren't they screaming? Taylor, you, you released this dumb. You should have released the live version. Not the exactly. Fucking hell. Scream it in the background. Get a bunch of like children, get a chorus to scream that in the background. Not the 80s children choruses. God. Were you ever a part of a chorus like that? No. I was um, in New Zealand and we got to go on stage with this famous New Zealander singer. And we were just the children in the background singing along with her. But the song was, was called um, Don't Rubbish the Children. Don't rubbish the children? Yes, because we don't say trash. It's a rubbish bin, not a trash can. That sounds so friendly, though. No, the lyrics were don't rubbish the children, don't throw us in the heap. I'm just saying. Damn. And, you know, they were taking donations or something to help children i don't fucking know but i remember being on stage for that with this woman <clears throat> okay all right guys um i've gotten about 10 visits from our little swifty here so i'm gonna have to wrap her up soon okay okay that's fine give us a quick verdict uh from from one star to five stars what does this album get from y'all five I mean, it's always gonna get a five I don't know why I even bother fucking asking. What about well, you? Me? Th this ranks a solid three. Like, it's, it's enjoyable to listen to while you're listening to it, and then I just don't fucking think about it ever again until it comes on again. It's like, oh, yeah, that's okay. But I'm so sorry, y'all. I, I, it's just not for me. That's okay. It's not for I'll everyone. three out of five from yeah. a first-time listener. I thought you were going to say one, but that's no, good. No, 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 no. I'm not going to be... Look, I, I, there's a time where I absolutely would shit on it just for its own sake. We have endured a motherfucking pandemic and a whole lot of other life shit. I'm done. I'm done with. The I'm done with the bullshittery. 
I'm done with it. It's just not happy making anymore. It's just, not, no, fuck it. It's a three out of five. It's not for me. I can see how other people really enjoy it. And uh, that just leaves one last task. We have to send somebody to hell. And I think, actually, with this one, we got a pair of them, girls. Hold on, I gotta look up our sheet, because I forgot. How can you forget? You just you literally just hated the both of them for an hour. Oh, yeah, John Mayer and Scooter <laughs> <Did> you... Braun. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes, we, we have a spreadsheet that has all of these names listed for us, and you're right, we were just shitting on them. John Mayer and Scooter Braun... You can go to fucking hell. There we go. We didn't really come up with a punishment for them, but I think that we're a little short on time. We will invent this later and interject it into the episode. I mean, look, the punishment, it's, it's very easy. Scooter Braun's just going to be a poor bastard. That's his punishment. Yep. And is, uh, Do you have any idea? I was looking him up and I'm like, oh shit, this motherfucker is for real, for real rich. No, yes. he's, he's never, ever going to be penniless. He will be in hell. He's going to live like a poor person. All right. All the experiences he never got because he's a rich motherfucker. He's going to experience what it's like to go hungry. He's going to experience it, what it's like to not have any clothes on his back. All of the poor shit. And then John Mayer, I guess we can just castrate him. Wow. I was going to go for like his guitars will always be out of tune. You know, like the... Something, something at least mildly funny, but yeah, yeah, sure. Hack him off, hack him yeah, off, no, fuck no, it. just hack it off because she's not the only girl that he's done shit to. So, okay, folks, uh, that's the episode for this week. In conclusion, do not fuck with Swifties. Jesus Christ, we're just gonna chop off your dick. That's not castration, that's mutilation. Castration okay. is the balls, but still, I'm just saying, I'm gonna chop off your dick and feed it to you. Would you like some sausage for breakfast? Jesus fucking Christ. If we don't see y'all next week, then we will probably see you in hell. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, folks. We hope you enjoyed the episode. The intro and outro music is Funky Box Step by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0. If you enjoyed this episode, why not share the love by sharing the show with your friends? Or maybe your enemies? Both. Just share the episode. Thanks.